that doesn't that's what doesn't make sense to me you're gonna make up your mind now i just i just think it's a little dumb it pisses me off that he does no 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 this is different it's definitely different really on my nerves right now you're listening to the loose change podcast with your hosts nick waglia and jaris galley Couch Cut Sports Loose Change Podcast, episode number 62. Last week, episode 61, we had Casey Smith on the show. You haven't checked out that show. Go check out that show, baby. Uh, this week, I mean, obviously last week we had Jared, too. This week we got the reg. We got producer Patty P. We got no Jared. Jared got some other shit to do tonight. Some other shit. And usually I would make fun of him, but, you know, it's not. You can't make fun of him all the time. But, uh. But Jared, being an ass tonight, skipping out on us. Uh, for good reason, but, you know, generally he's just an ass. Uh, tonight we got a first-timer on this show. Me and him work together seamlessly for another network, clnsmedia.com, where this podcast is also posted. But we got Mr. Button-Up, Mr. Professional, Mr. Play-By-Play, Mr. I don't want to let loose too much in a in a regular show, but we're gonna get him to let loose tonight. We got Alex <laughs> Barth, DLNS Media. Alex, what up, boy? Uh, it's my honor to be on uh, episode number uh, Joe Tooney sixty two with you here, Nick. That's a Joe Tooney yeah, sixty two. Episode sixty two, and you know what? Before we even get to the weekly dump, I was hearing on the way here today that you Isaiah were here Wynn, on the way here. I was hearing on the way here okay. that Isaiah Wynn, draft number 23 from the Patriots, has been playing a lot of left guard at practice so far. You know, we're not going to talk about it that much, but it's just weird to me. And I didn't plan on talking about this at all, but because you brought up Joe Tooney, I have to. Joe Tooney might be losing his job. And I don't know if they plan on going with Adrian Waddle at left tackle instead of Isaiah Wynn. Because, you know, you see pick 23, you just kind of expect... You just kind of expected the Patriots to wiggle Isaiah Wynn into the left tackle role. You play Joe Tooney at, at, at left guard. But I don't know what's going on there. J- Isaiah Wynn, you're number 23 overall. Your first of your first round draft picks playing left guard. Whatever. Not the topic. I mean, look, I, I, I went back and watched the national championship uh, a couple weeks ago because, you know, Alabama rolled tied. But uh, Isaiah Wynn's playing left tackle in that game. He really doesn't get beat. So they got a couple injuries on the offensive line right now in OTAs. That may be a placeholder more than anything else. Uh, if he's still playing left guard in training camp, then you can talk to me. Okay. All right. And you know what? I, I don't hate it. I mean, I would like him to play left tackle because, like, I mean, after the first night, the first night, Mike, who's it, Girardi? I think it was Girardi of NBC Sports Boston. He comes out and he said he was talking to an NBC or, or just a, an executive in the league or whatever who knows a lot about Isaiah Wynn and was like, and they were talking about how he was listed as a guard, and the, and the executive was just like, this guy's a fucking tackle. This guy is a well, tackle. When, when Joe Tooney's not at practice, which he wasn't today, he's not going to play left guard. They need somebody to do it. Okay. Well, yeah, I, listen, I'm telling you, I heard it on the way here. I did not know much information. Did not know Joe Tooney wasn't around. But let's hit the weekly dump. Alex, let me explain something to you. The weekly dump. Yeah, let me know what this is. This is literally just the hot topics of the week. I thought about this when I was on the toilet one day. Okay. So I called it the weekly dump. Okay. Number one, the owners of the 76ers met in New York on Tuesday to discuss the Brian Colangelo case. Came out that they believe him. 
but no decision has been made. They believe that he did not know about the burner accounts. I don't believe him personally, regardless. Steven Adams told the Thunder that he accidentally liked a negative Instagram uh, comment about Carmelo Anthony. I think there was a picture I saw. I, I I briefly looked at it on Twitter. There was like a picture of Adams, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and uh, and Melo, and it said like it said it had some kind of caption, and then somebody commented like we don't want Melo or something along those lines. Stephen Adams liked it. Claims that he accidentally accidentally liked it. Uh, next, Tim Lincecum was cut by the Rangers. I didn't even know he was drafted. Picked up picked up by the Rangers. Reports came from four entertainment industry sources saying that LeBron is going to the Lakers. Who gives a shit what entertainment sources have to say? I mean, I'm, I'm shocked that people in L.A. think he's going to the Lakers. That's mind-blowing. It's like, what Like what the hell? Like, enter, Since when are we going to take an entertainment sources work? What's the NBA? It's the NBA. It's, it's more of a reality show than a professional sports league. But, like, saying a bunch of entertainment reporters in L.A. think he's going to the Lakers... It's like saying a bunch of political reporters in D.C. think he's going to the Wizards. That's just that's who's in L.A. Yeah, like like I don't know, whatever. Who cares? It's just like it's just a weird. Like saying report. a bunch of geriatric reporters. Do you think, think he would go to, to the Florida. Lakers? What? Do you think he would go to the Lakers? I thought he wanted to win. I mean, they would have to make other could. moves. If, if I mean the Lakers is the best move for him, like. Family-wise. Well, well, post-career. I also just realized I'm not talking through my headset. This is coming through my computer. I hope you can hear me okay. Uh, I can hear you fine. Okay, I just realized that's happening. Uh, I can hear you crystal clear. Excellent. I'm hearing you guys through my computer. I just want to let you guys know. I'm sorry to break up the rhythm of the show. Um, but I don't I don't, I don't want to besmirch the great program. Uh, L.A., I mean, he can market himself better, like post, post-career. He can start doing movies, rap album, whatever the hell Shaq did. Um but that's not the best bat. The best basketball choice for him is Houston. That's the one nobody's talking about. He's not going to Philly. You talked about the Colangelo news. That's a shit show. Okay. Not uh, a chance. He I, ends up in Philadelphia. I, I, I think Philly's going to lose more than they gain. If I'm in beat, I want out. If I'm anybody, but Simmons, I want out. Colangelo is an ass clown. He should a hundred percent lose control of that team. Whether it was his personal accounts or not, he was talking to somebody who was tweeting that. And that's not okay. Cause he was sharing classified information. So if I'm anybody on the Sixers, I want out. They should have no chance at LeBron. The Lakers are the best move, like, PR-wise, business-wise. The best basketball move, if he wants to keep winning, is to go to Houston. Look, he'll win anywhere he goes. You know what the best, best move is? Is to go to Golden State. And they can do it. Yeah. Wait a minute. They'd have to trade Klay Thompson, which people think they'll do anyway. And Draymond Green has to take a pay cut, which he should, because he can't play anywhere else. But why the hell wouldn't, like, if I'm LeBron, my my history of jumping onto good teams can't get any worse. No I don't way. think people are talking enough about Golden State. We thought if he, Durant if he goes, I'll kill myself. Go. I will kill myself. We said this about Durant though. We said Durant going to Golden State was a joke. And it Literally was up it. until it happened. He took the meeting. He they were one of the final four teams. And we were like, no, there's no way. No, it couldn't happen. It's not realistic. Final three. It came down to the Celtics Warriors in go the Celtics Warriors in, in OKC. In OKC, and there was, we, there was, was great, there. but yeah, like yeah, there, there was. It was like was it the Heat or something? No, yeah, it was Gordon. We, we we still can't. I think it was Washington. We still can't believe it happened, and it happened. I'm not putting anything past the NBA at this point. If LeBron goes to Golden State, I'll be mildly surprised. Mild, very mildly watered down salsa surprised. 
I would know. I would be. I would genuinely be shocked if he ended up with, with Golden State. And I said, I know I said that about the Warriors too, but it's just like there's two teams in my head, and we'll talk about this a little later. That he just cannot go to, and we'll talk about that later. Next, right. at the time of recording, right now, Wednesday, June sixth, nine thirty-five. JD Martinez. The Boston Red Sox designated hitter slash right fielder in some ballparks slash left fielder at Fenway Park leads the MLB with home runs with 20 dingers. And last night, Alex, he hit a ball so far and so hard that if that light post wasn't there, that's flying through somebody's window on the mass pike. That thing was disgustingly hit hard. Uh, Next, Stephen A. Smith reports today that the Celtics are among teams who LeBron will be visiting this summer during free agency. We will talk about that in a bit. Tom Brady and Gronk both showed up for the first time this offseason to the Patriots' mandatory minicamp. Brady yet to speak with the media. Reports are that he will, though, possibly tomorrow, which is Thursday, June 7th, speak with the media. Bill says that he and Brady have a fine relationship when asked about it during some, uh, some little conferences, some little pressers. Uh, Warriors at the time of recording up 2-0 in the series over Golden over uh, the Cavs. I don't know. I think this happened afterwards. So uh, since the last time we recorded, J.R. Smith just made the absolute worst play of all time in just because yeah, that was Friday, right? Yeah, I think I think that or maybe that was Thursday or Wednesday night, whatever it was. J.R. Smith, just what a shit show. And you know that clip. Of LeBron. Hey, LeBron, that clip of LeBron asking Tyron Lue at the end of the game, how many timeouts did we have? You know he knew the answer. He no, just there, wanted, there, he wanted JR to feel like ass. There's, huh? not enough, there's not enough blame being put on Tyron Lue for that situation. No, dude, I'm with you. And, you have a timeout, and you got to call deserves it. deserves all the blame in the world, but we got to borrow some blame from another world to put it on Tyron Lue because I, I don't care who, if even if LeBron got the rebound, you call a timeout there. Five and a half seconds to go. You get an inbound play to win the game with the best player on the planet. Why? Why the hell would you just run a run a freaking schoolyard play there? Draw something up. You know, what Brad Stevens would have done. Draw something up. You know what? Anybody who understands the game of basketball would have done. Drawn it up. Tyron Lue is a bad coach who's covered by LeBron. That's what every coach LeBron's ever had is. And, and you know no who wouldn't have called the timeout? Oh. You know who wouldn't have called the timeout? Dwayne Casey. Pete Carroll? Pete, Pete Carroll. Dwayne Casey. Uh, forget I forget the name of the head coach of the 76ers. Those people would not have called the timeout. Yeah, he would, not a chance he's calling a timeout there. The moment J.R. Smith starts running away from the hoop, you have to call that timeout. Right, exactly. Like, understand something's wrong. There was no- un- like, comprehend. And I was talking to my brother about this. We were trying to figure out a comparable blooper. And the, uh, the butt fumbles up there for sure. But we were trying to think of another one. We were like, well, didn't wasn't this like a thing that happened? Or didn't somebody do this? And I kind of realized, if there was a comparable blooper, we'd remember it. You're not going to forget something <laughs> that dumb. This is laugh out loud funny. It he, was, will never, he will never live that down. Doesn't matter how much he I was watching that live, and him bolting from the from the basket, I was like, no fucking way. This guy, <laughs> this I mean, guy I, thinks they're ahead. I didn't get to appreciate it because I thought ESPN had the score bug wrong. I was trying to figure out why ESPN had the score wrong. I did, it didn't even it didn't hit me until my buddy texted me a couple seconds after it happened that JR had gotten the score. I thought ESPN screwed up. So I was like, there's no way funny. an NBA player could forget the score on that level. 
Yeah, you're at the foul line at the end of the game in game one of the NBA Finals. You have to know what the score is. Uh, last, caps up 3-1. Again, time of recording, caps up 3-1 in the series. Uh, pantsing the Las Vegas Golden Knights right now. All right. First real topic, Donald Trump uninvites. And we we mostly never talk about out-of-town things. This is mostly a Boston sports podcast, but it's backslash entertainment, backslash drinking, backslash to Jersey Shore. But Donald Trump uninvites the Eagles to the White House. And my favorite part of this whole story. So he, <laughs> he uninvites the Eagles to the White House after he finds out that like five people are coming. Finds out that everybody deserted him. Nobody's coming to this except for, like, Carson Wentz. That's literally it. My favorite part of this entire story is the fact that he still held a celebration. He had he, – he literally told you, you know what, guys? You can't come to this, but I'm still going to throw a banger, and we're just going to be patriotic as fuck. And then did you see the video of him trying to sing? Yeah, of course. He doesn't know any of the words. Was it America the Beautiful? God bless America. God bless America. He didn't know like half the words. And he was trying to he was trying to play it off well, but like near the beginning, he just started mouthing the wrong things. He was like, shit, all right, I'll stop. Stop singing. And it just keeps coming back in. Laugh out loud funny. Honestly, like I I'll ask you what you think in a sec. I'm not a Donald Trump guy. I've never been a Donald Trump guy. I was kind of in on this power move. <laughs> I was, <laughs> it's just like, I, you know what? You guys aren't going to come hang out with me. You're not invited even if you wanted to come anymore. All your little buddies, your five friends who were going to come hang out with me. No, 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 no. They're not even allowed at the White House anymore. I'm going to have my own party and you guys aren't invited. I'm kind of all in. Laugh out loud funny. Look, I mean, I, I try to avoid talking about politics at all costs. I'll go out of my way to do it. If you want politics, uh, Alex Lebowitz, my co-host on the Call in the Podcast, is the guy you want to check out. Oh, but is he I'll, a politics I'll, guy? He looks uh, like he, he looks yeah, like a look at look him up on Twitter. He gets in it. Well, he also hosts a, a political show in the mornings on uh, WCAP and Lowell. But um, he's, got, say, he's got a voice for, for political things. Yeah, no, you got you got to have that guy. I'll say this though. Um, cause somebody was pressing me about it last night and I, I really, once it stops being about football, which I think this is so far removed from being about football. Um, I, I generally don't acknowledge it. Yeah, it is. No, it, it is. Like I, it, somebody was pressed me about it and this was kind of, this was honestly my gut reaction to it. You had on one side, a bunch of people who showed up to protest the event who claimed to be Eagles fans who were upset their team wasn't allowed, but a reporter went around and asked him who started his quarterback in the Super Bowl. None of them knew. And then inside, you've done. Oh, that's D. a news stage then. That's CNN. I bet you that was CNN dropping people in. No, I think it was. It was. It was just. It, look, it's. It looks. So you have those just people. Them, just have, them ignorant liberals. Right, and then you. Woo! I didn't want to use that phrase, but sure. And then you have Donnie T on the inside who doesn't know the words to God bless America. You just have a bunch of political opportunists trying to throw a bitch fit on a stage where they can get a little bit of sympathy. They both look like asshats, but we're living in a world where the Miss USA pageant is no longer allowed to judge based on beauty. It's based on confidence and uh, empowerment. So what the, what the hell does anything matter anymore? I'm just going to put my head down, go about my life, try to do the best I can. And uh, none of this makes sense at this point, whatever. I'm just chalking it all up. It's all a big loss. It's all a big L. Both sides. Everybody lost. I'm glad you, like, no more bikini part of, like, that, you, they understand now, they're losing, like, 65%. 
of the people if, who would if, watch If they that. want to get rid of the bikini thing, like, I get in this day and age, obviously, I would enjoy yeah, I get it, but it I, too. I get this day and age where I have to get rid of that. But to say that, like, the judges specifically can't go by looks, they have to go by, like, intelligence, and, and, and not that intelligence is a bad thing, but all I'm saying is, Susan Boyle <laughs> better win next year, or I'm going to say the shit's rigged. Breaking rig. news, Alex Barth, boobs over brains. Breasts over all, brains. All, all I'm saying is, like... Next next year's winner better look like Richard Nixon, okay? Or there's something up with that with that competition. <laughs> no, you're right. It's like it's crazy. But no, back to Donald Trump. How I how just, does it how does it matter? I want to get mad. I want to get mad over this, but and this sucks to say because again, I'm not a Trump guy. I hated the guy for so long, and I still I still no, don't you, like him. You don't like Trump, but man to man, you respect the move. I respect the move, and he's also just like he's just. It's it's. I've came to terms that we have Donald Trump as a president. The content that comes out of the White House right now. Oh, I mean, him asking like, the Prime Minister comedy. Minister of Canada if he burned down the White House in 1812 <laughs> before Canada was a country. Oh, I will say this. I will say this. He didn't say. That the prime that that Canada burned down the White House in 1812. He asked if they did. <laughs> he may have been just been checking how well Justin Trudeau knows history. Okay, so he didn't say it himself. Before we punish the man for doing something he didn't do. But here's what really gets me, Nick, is that we already kind of went through this news cycle once, right? Was it the last week of September, the first week in October, uh, after the sons of bitches comment? Um, and we had that whole week where nobody really knew what the NFL was going to do. And people who never talk about football, you know, you have the people waiting on Twitter for you to type out the letters NFL so they can come attack you for political beliefs you don't have. Um, and we went through that. It was a miserable week. I was legitimately miserable that whole week because I love this game. I love this sport and I hate it when it becomes about more than what's going on in between the lines. It but sucks. No, it blows that politics. The thing about that week was we kicked off on Sunday. We had the anthem. We saw who kneeled, but then. We kicked off, and we had some great games. That was the week Patriots beat the Texans late on the Brandon Cooks catch. Uh, it was the week of the 63-yard field goal, the Eagles to beat the Giants. We had a bunch of great plays that week, um, and we all forgot about it. Now, it still stood on a political stage, but it didn't leak so much into the actual NFL discussion. It was a separate discussion from the NFL season, and I think Trump saw what happened in that week and kind of filed it away. And now he like he said it then and he got a week out of it because that's how NFL storylines work. You can talk about whatever you want. It'll be the biggest topic on the planet till Sunday at one o'clock. And then he just hit the reset button. Now he's done it in June, beginning of June. So this is going to sit. It's unbelievable. It just become a jankum of a topic for two, three months until we kick off again. And who knows if we're going to recover from that. CBA's up in 2019. Owners and the players hate each other. Trump's just throwing fuel on that fire. There's not going to be an NFL season in 2020. That's become pretty clear to me. And he's part of the reason why. I just hate that he has inserted this topic into the NFL discussion. Look, it is very important what the players are doing. Uh, I And I, I'll admit, at first I didn't understand. I did think it was a disrespect in the country thing. But I read up. I heard what they had to say. I, I think that, you know, First Amendment. I choose to stand. If they want to kneel, that's that's their right. I literally you know, just couldn't. They're willing to less. take the consequences. It's their right, but at the at the same time, you know, they're they're handling that issue. I when I'm trying to hear about X's and O's, that conversation, which again, I'm not trying to be against kneeling at all. Like I kind of lost my train of thought, so I don't want to come across as insensitive here. 
but I totally lost my train of thought. It just sucks at this Get off your fucking knee. Stop disrespecting the flags. No, I like I the people don't understand what's going on, and that's fine. But just let the let the NFL talk be the NFL talk. This shouldn't we have a lot going on in the NFL right now with new crappy rules with multiple quarterback battles. You yeah, said a very interesting crap. I don't want to hear about this. Being and overshadowed by I Trump. Hear about the protests. I don't want to hear about how the protests are an issue. Let them protest or don't. I don't care. This is going to be such a huge issue when they have to go to the negotiating table. Let's not lose the last season or two of real NFL football with this garbage. Listen, Donald Trump knows how to move the needle. And, like, this is absolutely, like, he, he saw the opportunity here. He knew this was coming. That's a brilliant marketer. He knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, he is. And, like, yeah, it, which sucks that, like, I'm complimenting this guy right now. But I, it was the right move by him to... For him. To, for him. It was a great move for him to uninvite this. Because do you understand, like, people got to understand this. The picture coming out with Donald Trump and five Eagles when there should be 50-plus people standing there, 60-plus people standing there, it would be used against him for so long. Just like the inauguration picture. Just like the inauguration picture. You see the inauguration of Barack Obama, people bring it up all the time. The thing is, miles long, you see Donald Trump, it's like nobody wanted to go there. It's just, it's crazy town. He absolutely knew what he was doing. And I got to respect the move. I got to respect the move. I would have loved to see the Winnipeg Jets win the Stanley Cup this year to see what happened. Because this tradition started after the last Canadian team won a champion. That was the Blue Jays in the early 90s. This tradition started after that. So the tradition of going to the White House, no Canadian team has won in that span. So it would be really interesting to see what happened. If oh, they would go to the White House? I don't know. Do they go I to the they- I mean. Look, the Bruins, when they won in Dude, 2011, I mean, Tampa, everybody, Canada they only had one American sucks. on that team. Canada what? sucks at everything. Canada no, but, just sucks. When the They're Bruins not winning won in, shit. When the Bruins won in, and yeah, I, I know. Well, I mean, come on. Canadian hockey so weak right now at the NHL. They haven't won a cup in 20 years. It's amazing. But when the Bruins won in 2011, they had one American player on that team, Tim Thomas. He didn't even go to the White House. He's yeah, the he OG was, of not going to the White House. He was I didn't have a problem with it then. Don't have a problem with it now. But, like, why wouldn't that team go to the Canadian prime minister when they're all Canadian, they want a Canadian trophy. The Stanley Cup, you got to remember, is inherently Canadian. The NHL is American. Yeah. The NHL is technically American. The Stanley Cup is Canadian. So why wouldn't they go see the Canadian prime minister? Like none of this has ever made any sense in a way. There's a silver lining here. Cause we'll get rid of this weird tradition. It's cool. It's fun, but it's not remotely necessary. And people make way too big of a deal out of it. So let's move on. Let the politicians deal with the politics. Government's got too much crap to worry about anyway. Let the athletes enjoy their offseason. Stop adding this unnecessary photo shoot both ways. That's all it is. It's an unnecessary photo op for both sides. It's just it's just very funny to me that Donald Trump is just like, like I said, it's just still unbelievable that Donald Trump is president, but the content that's just been rolling no, out the of the White power House. Move, the power move was LeBron being asked about it and saying, yeah, no matter who wins this series, nobody will go. Because one... He's not winning that series. He's speaking for the Golden State Warriors there, and I really hope he knows that. <laughs> Dude, he knows that. He's checked out. He's. I'm not. Obviously, we're not watching the game right now. He's probably not even playing. No, that's that series is over. But so think about it. the series is over. He's going to lose, and he's, he's still saying, "Yeah, whatever team wins, acknowledging there's still a chance this team can win when they can't." Is it going to the White House? Knowingly speaking for the other team. Now, 
it's not that hard to know Golden State wouldn't go, but that's the power move. Why that's doesn't he go, why doesn't Trump ever go after LeBron? LeBron's done this before. LeBron's spoken out against yeah, him. Yeah, he had his cronies do it. One of the one of the reporters who who's on his dick all the time said something. Well, on LeBron's dick? No, one of the Trump's reporters dick. who whose nose is up up Trump's ass said something about LeBron. I don't By remember what it was. I just remember it being a thing. He hasn't said anything directly. His people have said stuff. He may say something. I wouldn't you, be shocked. You want to say I was still waiting for him uh, to tweet about J.R. Smith. I thought we were going to get a Trump tweet about J.R. Smith the day after that play. I'm disappointed I, we didn't. I love that he's on Twitter. I get a Colangelo I, tweet or something, right? Yeah, I look forward to him tweeting every single day. And you know, too, it came out. Was it today or yesterday? It came out that he was legitimately pissed off and was like calling for people's heads last April when Brady didn't show up to the White House. He was legit pissed because Brady how, was. You know how Brady felt when Butler didn't play in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Brady Not was to bring like, up a sore memory. I can't even believe I just brought that up. Yeah, he's a lunatic. That's Brady all. Brady was like, I'm, <laughs> it's it's legendary, man. It's just this this country's wild right now, and it's just like, it's America. We how much does it we had to get this done? We're, like like if you told me three years ago, I'd be sitting. I mean, this is I. It's a sports podcast, right? I put that in air quotes. Sports podcast. I can call it that. Yeah, we're also under the entertainment section on. Okay, iTunes. but <laughs> like if you told me I was going to be on a sports podcast discussing like like presidential politics, I I would say, no, pass. Like, that's not something I want to do. It's not something I should have to do. Like, as much of a power move as it is, like, sports is supposed... Okay. He's inserted himself everywhere. Kim Kardashian was in the White House this week. Yeah. Talking about uh, jail and prison reform. What does Kim Kardashian have to do with prison reform? Has he visited OJ yet? Or has OJ visited him yet? Uh, It's going to happen. They will be playing golf together. I'm waiting on that. They will be playing golf together. Do you see there's a guy in the MLB draft named Aaron Hernandez? <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know what yeah, you made said me think that. Of that. Well, I know it made me think of that, but I don't know. I wanted to I wanted to drop an Aaron Hernandez reference. No, yeah, no, you sent that to us. Um <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever with Trump, man. It's it's wild. It's we had to get a celebrity in the White House one day. It was bound to happen. Um twenty twenty four, baby. Kanye, you know, Kanye twenty twenty, let's go. Uh Dustin Pedroia, we'll talk about this one quick. And, and, you know, I brought this up mostly because I know your thoughts about Dustin Pedroia. Uh, Pedroia, back on the 10-day DL, knee inflammation. What do you think? you think he's coming back this year? Do you think he's done? What do you What do you think's up with him? I mean, he'll try to come back. Um, I'll throw back to Lebowitz again, the call in a podcast, which you can also check out on CLNS. Uh, we did a hot take segment on hey, hey, Monday. Pat, Pat, that out once we put that live. Just... <laughs> Yeah, hashtag hashtag no. shameless plug. The video is actually up on our on our Twitter page. Our call it a podcast. There's a Twitter selection up, uh, just like a, a 45 minute video of Alex Lebowitz saying he doesn't think Pedroia will make it to the end of his current contract, which ends after the 2021 season. Uh, I don't think, think he will either, man. That's a, that's a long then. time away. You you were just talking about him being the saving grace of this lineup, Nick, like two weeks ago. Yeah, the 2021 shameless plug. 2021 um, so far away. Do you realize, and I, I'll go to this argument again. Between 2016 and 2017, his batting average dropped 18 points. Who cares? It 18, it's an 18. Who cares about an 18 point drop? He hit 293. All right. If it drops 18 you points, you can't be upset with a 293 average. Why do you want a guy hitting in the low 270s? You can't run. Why do you? 293. It was an 18 point drop. Who cares? Who cares? I think saying he drops 18 points is being generous. 
If I think just, you're looking at a guy that if he comes back, given his age, given his health issues, is hitting in the 260s. And he's not as much if, of a help to the locker room as people think. My question is not does he guy, come back. The question is why do you want him back? If this if guy is hitting. starting to hit. Nunez, Nunez runs like he's got poop in his pants and he's slow as hell and he's not great at defense. He's on He's never seen a 1-0 fastball he didn't like, but he's on a seven-game hitting streak. <laughs> Pedroia, listen, that guy comes back. We know he's getting old. He's not – Benintendi's too good right now to, to move out of that two-hole. So you got Mookie, you got Benintendi, you got J.D., and then, you know, X, Y, Z. Mitch Moreland, Mitchie Ding Dongs, who's been crushing the ball. If you're going to put Dustin Pedroia in the seven-hole, who's going to hit, I think, no lower than 270 on the season, I am plenty okay with that. Plenty okay with that. Put him he's in. A, he's, he's, he's a liability a defensively right. and a, a liability in the club. Look, he's coming, a liability he's defensively. He's coming back. There's nothing else he can do. If he Detroit's can't move, if he has knee issues, if he can't move, yeah, he's a liability. Who, you yeah, think but, he just comes back and he's got, he's got spry legs? I saw somebody tweet today that like, oh, this surgery will make his knee feel like he's 25 years old. If that surgery was actually a thing, and that's been the company line for Red Sox fans, I keep seeing that thrown out. The knee surgery will make his knee feel like he's 25. Guess what? <laughs> if that was a real surgery that existed, everybody would get that surgery. You they don't think he would still be playing. That's not a real thing. You don't just get knee surgery and feel 25. Kyrie he was fixing up his knee. And his knees don't feel like he's 25. He can fix it up, but that doesn't mean he's going to be okay. Knee injuries, like wrist injuries, which, by the way, he also has, tend to linger. He's batting. If he bats seventh in the lineup, and I don't know why you're all of a sudden just thinking Dustin Majority's not going to play great defense. That guy is going to play great defense. He's not worried about his defense. I'm worried about his ability to move. And he'll move fine. He'll move better than Eduardo Nunez. Nunez can't move for crap. They're coming off practically the same injury. So there you go. And I'd rather have Pedroia, remember, Boston remember, Red Sox, over Nunez. Remember Johnny Doctor dragging Eduardo Nunez off by the ankles last year, that last game in yeah. Houston? Literally the worst medical attention I've ever seen an athlete get. His, his knee exploded. Pedroia's his coming off a similar injury. Exploded. So anything you say about Eduardo Nunez, you can apply to Dustin Pedroia. Yeah, because does you can't because Nunez didn't need the extra surgery. Pedroia did. Yeah, Pedroia and Pedroia did. got fixed. What I like I don't I don't understand your fixation on the guy getting the surgery. Like that's not a negative I think, to me. I think he got it fixed. Big deal. I think knee surgery is a big deal. People don't come back from knee surgery the same I, way. More listen, often buddy, than not, listen, they, they're buddy. not as mobile. Listen, buddy, I hit I had hip surgery, both of my hips when I was sixteen years old. Not you know what I did on Monday? I hit a ding dong and slow pitch softball. So hey, look at that. I've, it doesn't I've, affect that much. I borderline, it's borderline unhealthy, unathletic. I am. I can hit home runs. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have an illness in in uh, lack of uh, hand eye coordination. My depth perception is awful. You can ask anybody. Uh, I can't square my hips around when I'm swinging a baseball bat. Golf's another story. Like I don't look healthy when I swing a baseball bat, but I can still hit a home run. Not a chance. Not a chance. Wait, are you trying to hit 70, 80 mile an hour fastballs? Are you talking beer league? Somebody lobbed I'm the ball. I'm talking slow pitch softball. I'm, I'm taking the ball to the you moon. Know, I hit baseball home run. <laughs> no way. No, you couldn't. Oh, yeah. No, I did. I did last summer. 70 to 80 miles an hour? Probably like 60. Metal bat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Wait, dude, 
Dude, I just don't know what your fixation is with Pedroia and the surgery. Like, that's a good thing to me. The guy is better now. Surgery. Ask me what I think of Carson Smith right now. Ask me what I think of Tyler uh, Thornburg's Dude, elbow. F. Carson right Smith. I can't wait for Tyler Thornburg to come back. I'm excited for that, man. It's taking him so long to come back. He had because he had the magical surgery that fixes everything, right? The second you slice somebody open, they're fixed. So why isn't he back? Surgery creates complications. Because he's getting better. He's getting better. He'll be back soon. He threw, score, he threw a scoreless inning the other night. It was an eight-month recovery window. We're going on two years. Okay? Yeah, no, that's Surgery, not great. It's not, that, it's not that in, out, you're done. It's not how it works. Yeah, well, Rarely, Pedroia, sometimes Pedroia is a Adrian, dog, Peterson, Sure, sometimes it does. Pedroia, clearly not the case. All right, let's go on to something that I know we're going to get mad at. We weren't mad at that? No, we're going to get more mad. No, I mean, we're going to get more mad at this. My, my throat's already cooked. Uh, I gotta get a beer or something. So you know, I I said it earlier. I said it earlier in the weekly dump. Stephen A. Smith today reports that the Celtics are among teams that LeBron James will be visiting with this offseason. So first question: Would you want LeBron James on the Celtics? My response: Absolutely not. The hell's wrong with you? I don't want this man on the Boston Celtics <laughs> because I said earlier there are two teams that I think. LeBron James could not go to. Only two. Cavs the and the Celtics. No, the Golden State Warriors. Because I just don't think, I just, I don't think the basketball gods, I don't think will be the base god is going to allow that to happen. And I don't think he can come to Boston because I think the fans here wouldn't accept him as easily as some might think because we have hated him for so long. He has been our number one rival for so long and we've been dickheads to him for so long. And B, my main reason, you would have to choose between him and Kyrie Irving. No. And I want Kyrie on this team because Kyrie ran away from LeBron from Cleveland. He left Cleveland because he didn't want to be around LeBron James. And I think he would be pissed and I think he would become toxic if LeBron James ended up in Boston. Because he'd be like, guys, what the fuck is this? I came here to get away from this guy and you brought him here? What the fuck is that? Now... Okay, there's a million ways I can go with that. First of all, though, you want LeBron to come to Boston. I do not. Um, I I believe I just said I do not. I know, but you do. I'm going to give you a pass here. You do. You don't know what you're talking about. No, no, I do not. I think in in terms of the Golden State thing, Golden State and Boston are probably going to be two of his two finalists. It's going to be them two, Houston, and then LA or Philly, I think, as the finalists. I really do. So uh, the basketball gods, either they don't exist, they have a real cruel sense of humor. I said, I said Houston. You said Houston? I thought I said Houston. I meant to say Houston. I think Houston's the favorite, um, but basketball gods have a cruel sense of humor. Durant would not have gone to if, if Durant going to Golden State totally makes this possible. And there's been reports that LeBron is fixated on Durant's decision to Golden State and how he put out the PR fires of going to that champion team. LeBron's supposedly very interested in that. Now, maybe some light reading. We do know how he enjoys being seen publicly reading, right? The Godfather and whatnot. Uh, or maybe he's planning for his own future. Who knows? But um, as for the Kyrie thing, and that is a legitimate concern, but I don't necessarily think Kyrie got away from LeBron. I think he wanted to get away from that whole situation in Cleveland. And we he wants now to be see, the number one guy. He's not see, that with LeBron. But here's the thing. He's been here for a year. He was the youngest guy on a veteran team. They were trying to, not to go back to knee surgeries, they're trying to make him get surgery he didn't want at the time he didn't want. Um, and LeBron was just throwing bitch fits left and right. 
he comes to Boston, handles the knee surgeon the way he wants to. He's been in this locker room for a year. He's the veteran now. He's not the young guy. He's got all these kids in his corner. It's still his locker room if LeBron comes here. I genuinely believe that. It's LeBron's and, locker room or Kyrie's? Kyrie's. Kyrie, and, LeBron's not coming to a place that he doesn't it's, take it's over. It's locker I wouldn't be too sure because everywhere LeBron's been, we talked about this on the top of the show, has been a dumpster fire. Cleveland the first time, Miami to an extent, Cleveland the second time. He's never, in all respect to Pat Riley, he's never played for two people who know what they're doing like Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens. They're not going to let him be the coach. They're not going to let him be the GM. When he starts tossing out talent so he can bring in the Mike Millers of the world, right, and the Chris Birdman Andersons of the world because those are his guys, Danny's not standing for that. If LeBron has a problem, LeBron's the one who's gone, not Kyrie Irving, not Jason Tatum. LeBron doesn't get to run this organization. Now, as for why I want him And I think that would be a problem for him. I don't think he would like that. I think he would be genuinely pissed. Or he comes here for two years, wins two rings, and leaves. Stevens is the coach. I don't think LeBron would like that because LeBron likes to make the plays. Danny Ainge is in charge of player personnel. LeBron wouldn't like that because LeBron likes being in charge of who plays where. He may enjoy... I think he may enjoy playing for a good... May enjoy playing for a good coach. I think he feels like he needs to do that. And he kind of does for his legacy. He needs to prove that he can work with a coach who's smarter than he is because he hasn't had to do that yet. He has a better basketball IQ than every coach outside of maybe uh, the Israeli guy whose name I'm blanking on. Um, Oh, the guy from Framingham? Yeah. I forget Um, his name too. But um, outside of that, I think he's had a better basketball IQ than every coach he's played for. Now, why why do I want this whole situation to play out? This is Boston. We're we're in the title-making business. It's championship season every season. And the way the NBA works, you have the best player on the floor. Nine times out of ten, you win the championship. And LeBron's the best player on the floor in any series, at any time, in any game. LeBron's the best player on the floor. So if you don't want to add a couple more banners, that's fine. Don't want LeBron. But then you're not really a Celtics fan if you don't want them to win. I'll say this. I think they can win without him. But they will win with him. They can I, win they without can. him. And I'm they have they could fun. win without him. They will win with him. I want them to beat him. I want them to beat LeBron. I Wouldn't want be, that. But isn't there some some sweet, I, I don't know what the word, schadenfreude in the fact that, think about what it means if he comes to Boston. If he comes to Boston, it means he knows he can't beat Boston. Wherever he goes, he knows he can't beat Boston. So his only way to win a title is to come here. You might win without him. You will win with them. And I'll say this. I, I was talking to my brother about this the other day. My brother's one of these big-time green teamers. And he may run down the stairs now and yell at me for saying this. But he's one of these big-time green teamers. He's, he's pitching a fit that he doesn't want LeBron on the Celtics because it's not the Celtics way. And LeBron bitches and moans and whines and whatever. And you know what argument he used? said Red wouldn't stand for it. Red wouldn't want it. You know what Red wanted? To win. And that's the end of the sentence. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah, but he didn't want to. I feel like it's no, 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 cheap no, no, no. if LeBron comes here. It, cheap? The Celtics cheated for years want, under Red. It was his idea. No hot water in the in the showers. A warped floor. Rigging the schedule. That's Who what cares? Red did. And that's why we love him. Because with Red, it was about winning. Whatever it took, whatever you needed to do, you did it to win. And that's signing LeBron James. Red would be at that pitch meeting, first one in the door to shake his hand if LeBron wanted to meet with the Celtics. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When I saw that Photoshop green with LeBron, LeBron wearing a Celtics jersey, it made him move a little bit. You want it. You want Let me ask you this. It made it move a little bit. Would you want P.K. Subban on the Bruins? 
Oh, yes, absolutely. That's it, a it, different conversation. It, it, well, it's a different question now, but going back to when he was in Montreal, of course you'd want P.K. Subban on the Bruins. Would you want, um, I don't know, the best player in baseball already is on the Red Sox. So that's kind of Damn right. <laughs> Something like Trout, you <laughs> bitch. myself in a corner there. Uh, would you want, um, you know, the Boston teams have all the best players. I can't think of another <laughs> one. But, uh, yeah, I, I'd welcome P.K. Subban, P.K. Subban onto the Bruins in a second. Because it's going to help you win. That's I just think look. LeBron's different. LeBron's different. Like, you don't walk around Boston. You don't walk, here's the, you don't walk around Boston right now or, like, two years ago when the Celtics, you know, they're out or a few years ago when the Celtics are out of contention. There's no reason to really hate LeBron because you're not going to win anything anyway. And you still walked around Boston and you saw T-shirts that just said LeBron is a bitch. For no reason. Like, there's no, there's no rivalry well, let right now. Let me ask now. you this. You're, facing, you're seeing shirts that say LeBron is a bitch. There's no reason to hate the guy at the time, but we just instinctively hate him. How do Red Sox fans feel about David Price right now? Uh, I think they're warming back up to him because he's been winning. Right, exactly. If you win in this town, people don't give a shit. But as long nobody... as you don't go to the Yankees or the Colts after. People don't care. If he wins in this town, that will all go away real quick, right? We've been calling him a bitch. A We've been calling him a whiner. We've been calling him a wimp for years. Imagine after, imagine after all of that, right? Let's say that you knew this kid and you called him. You, you just mercilessly insulted him for year after year after year. You had nothing nice to say about him. You were brutal. And then all of a sudden, eight years later, and he turns into the coolest kid in the world. He's got the nicest car, bunch of money. He'll pay for all your drinks, everything. And he wants to go to the bar with you. Isn't that kind of a power move when you say, yeah, like reluctantly, you're like, yeah, okay, you can come to the bar. Still, <laughs> still, still my trip out, my group of friends will be a part of it. Isn't that kind of a pad? Going back to Donald Trump, that's a power move, right? We've been calling this guy a bitch for a decade and a half. The fact he would still want to come play here is a testament to how strong of a brand the Celtics is. And we should be puffing our chests out that after all we've put LeBron through, he still wants to come play for these Absolutely fans. Absolutely not. I think I that's want... a compliment. Celtics fans should be taking this as a compliment. They should be buying in. Go get yourselves two, three more banners. Welcome LeBron with open arms, unless he's not winning. And then all the hate, it's, it's well-deserved. Here's the thing. Before this move were to be even made, I think Dan Age would have to go up to Kyrie and go, Kyrie, would you be okay with this? I think they genuinely have to run this by Kyrie. Oh, no. Yeah, they do. And if Kyrie says no, I don't want him. I want I want the 25, 26-year-old Kyrie Irving on this team for a long time. With yeah, Gordon I, I, Hayward. Because Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, they're buddies. They like each other a lot. This team, I like where they're at right now. Jason Tatum legitimately might be turning into – more, a top five, top seven player in the league. So let me ask you this, because I saw this rumor. I forget where I saw it on the internet uh, the other day. The internet. Let's, let's say LeBron. Name that TV show. Oh, man. I can't. Where'd you get that? The internet. Oh, that's not the Amanda show, is it? Fairly odd parents. Keep going. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, it's been a while. Um, let's say Kevin Durant goes to, uh, not, pardon me. Let's say LeBron James goes to Golden State. And then Kevin Durant's like, left this. Like, I'm not going to touch the ball between Bring KD here. Let's say let, that to me is the perfect scenario. LeBron goes to Golden State. Durant, who keeps signing these one-year deals, who clearly is not happy in Golden State. He's putting up with it because he's winning. Because, again, people put up with anything and if you win. But let's say he says, all right, LeBron's there. I don't need to be there. Say LeBron goes to Golden State. Then Kevin Durant comes to Boston. You least in on that? Absolutely. I mean, that, that's the perfect scenario. I don't like KD for where he's at right now and for what he did. 
Because I think that's a cheap bitch fit way to, to win is to just go to the early super teams. Comes to Boston, what do you get? What do you mean? If Kevin Durant comes to Boston and you say, look, I, I don't you like get a championship, but you get a championship. So it's OK. It is OK. I sports fans have zero moral high ground. I'd we're, rather we're all whores. I just and I would I rather be LeBron James. And half of the Celtics fans haven't. I want the Celtics fans. I want the Celtics to beat LeBron James. That's all I want. I don't care about but anybody else. Isn't think about it. They, they it's can fun to hate him. They I could, love they hating could him. Beat him in the finals. And that would be fine. But if he comes here, he has to be under Brad's whip. He has to be under Danny's whip. Which I don't think he'll like. The re- he, he may have to be under Kyrie and Jason Tatum's whip and Al Horford's whip. He is under all these guys. If he comes to Boston, that's the true be- beating him. Because that means we've broken this man. Okay? No. I'll go back be- to the I want to raise the if banner If he comes without to him. Boston, it means he genuinely believes that he can't go anywhere and beat the Celtics. That any of the other 29 teams... Don't give him a chance to beat the Celtics. So he had to sign here to win a title. Him signing here means that. And I think that's the ultimate victory. You beat him before he even step on the floor. I just, I just can't, I can't get on board with ever wanting to root for, root for LeBron. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I just love hating him so much. You're, you even said it, it moved when you saw that picture. The second he puts that jersey yeah. on, you change your mind so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It moved so a little fast. bit. A little bit of an erection, but like it's change your mind so fast when you see him put that jersey on. I just I feel for Kyrie. I like Kyrie Irving a lot. I like Kyrie Irving a lot. And I just I I think he left Cleveland because he wanted to get away from from LeBron. I think that's clear. I think he left to get away from the situation. LeBron was part of that situation, but I think he can he again, it's still his locker room. He was the veteran this year, him and Al. And I think he can set that tone when LeBron comes in. We these these kids the Celtics have, they're not intimidated by LeBron. They're not phased by LeBron. He's not going to walk in the locker room and they're all going to fanboy. They stood toe to toe with him. They went punch for punch from in the Eastern Conference Finals. Jason Tatum they, legitimately chest bumped him. Right. They feel they're on his level. I'm not worried about these kids uh, receding to LeBron James, just kind of taking a step back to let LeBron do his thing. They're still going to want to get theirs, even if LeBron is here. And that's going to push LeBron to be better. I look, I don't think it's going to happen. I can't do it. I think he's going to Houston. But you and everybody else, I'll tell you this then. I want a list of everybody who says that they can't root for LeBron James and Celtic. Because you guys are not allowed at the parade. You're not allowed to buy tickets in the playoffs. Bitch, you go to the regular season. Keep me out. Keep me out. Regular season, you're not allowed to go to playoff games. And you're not allowed to get tickets. You're not allowed to go to the parade. I'm too cheap okay. to go to playoff games, buddy. Only only logical fans. Only hey. logical fans get to go. Hey, uh, Cavs lead the dubs 58-52 at the half. That'll be gone real quick. Oh, my God. the Cav- He's staying in Cleveland. He's not leaving anyway. It doesn't even matter. Please. What show All is right. that from? Anything Anything else? Anything else before we go? What I got to tell you, man. From? What show is that from? That please. wasn't a show. That was, that, was, that was organic Nick Qualia. No, no, no. Me. Me saying, please. I don't know. Oh, come on. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, dude. I am a huge How I Met Your Mother we fan. We have class outside. Dude, a huge How I Met Your Mother My fan. teachers told me I had AD something. Oh, a butterfly. <laughs> it's, the best, it's the best fucking show. All right. All right, dude. I mean, Lose Change podcast debut. That yeah, was no, thank, thanks for having me. This is a good time. Let's do this again. Next time, uh, Jared's being an ass. Yeah, next time, Jared's being an ass. Even though, you know what? For real, though, Jared, you do your shit tonight. 
We'll be back on next week to shit on you. All right, Cash Cat Sports Loose Change Podcast, episode 62. We in the books. Don't forget to head over to iTunes, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on everything. Instagram, SoundCloud, Twitter. Like us on Facebook, all at Couch Guy Sports. Go to the Couch Guy Sports store. Buy us some merch. Support us. Give us that money because we put that money directly back into the website. I'm telling you, I haven't even taken the money from that account yet and put any in my pocket. Because it's all going right back into the website just to make the experience better and to make more shit on this website. Couch Guy Sports, Loose Change Podcast, episode 62 in the books. Thank you, Alex, for coming on tonight, man. My pleasure, sir. We'll talk to you guys next time.